0: are the days for healings and miracles to be wrought by God's people. Amen? Now, I want to share some uh, simple things with you. You know, I, I'm a simple person. I, I'm not a teacher, and uh, you probably know these things, but I feel like Peter. As long as I'm in this body, I'm going to remind you of these things. I know you know these things, but I want to stir you up. Amen? Amen. Amen. <laughs> Thank you. We we were with Pastor Bruce and Marianne a few weeks ago, uh, maybe a month ago, and I'm, we ministered along this line, and we saw two people leave the service without their hearing aids. Glory Amen. to God! And Pastor Bruce got his neck fixed to a great degree, and we're just going to see the rest of that tonight, aren't we, brother? Amen. So turn with me. There's three things I want, to, I want to bring to your attention tonight. God's will concerning healings and miracle. number one. Number two, how to receive God's will concerning healing and miracle. And number three, the one that really turns my crank is how to minister this healing and miracle power that God has given us as his body. You know, we are the body of Christ. Jesus was, a fi- was here in the earth in a physical body and he was limited to somewhat degree because he was in a physical body, but now that same power, that same ability, that same Holy Ghost that anointed Jesus Christ to do what he did is here amongst us tonight to do the very same things. Woo, glory be to God. I used the New King James because I don't I get twisted up in the these and the thous and the cometh and the heareth and all that. So we're going to go to John 3.16. I know this is very familiar, but I believe we'll see some good stuff here tonight. God so loved the world. That's, I mean, you could preach weeks on that. God so loved the world, not just us Christians. Come on, sinners and saints, God loved them. No matter if you're good or bad or ugly, God loves you. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him would not perish but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but the world through him would be saved. Some things let's look at. Some words that just jump off the page at me. God didn't want people, the world to perish and he didn't send Jesus to condemn us. You know the, the 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 gospel is not a condemning message. It's a liberty message. It's a message of love, amen. And then he goes on to say in that last latter part of verse seventeen that uh, that the world through him and us too, the world through him would be saved. You know, John ten ten says that the thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But Jesus came to give us what? Not just life, abundant life. Amen. It's good to live, but I like to live the abundant life. (laughs) (laughs) Man. (laughs) You know, being saved is not just your sins forgiven. You get to go to heaven. It's much, much more. Salvation, being saved, is a package deal. It comes from a Greek word, sozo. You can find it in your concordance, in the strong concordance number 4982, and it means to save to a suffering one from perishing. Uh, one suffering from disease to make well, to heal, to restore, to health, to deliver. Whoa, glory to be to God. It's good to be delivered, isn't it? July 6, 1983, this old boy got set free. Whoa! And I'm free indeed. And I ain't never going back. You know, I am from Birmingham, Roll Tide! glory to God. We love you Auburn people too. My wife's an old miss friend. I love her too. <laughs> so, anyway, he said to deliver, to protect, and fi- uh, literally and fi- uh, figuratively to preserve, to do well that's prosperity. Amen. Yeah. Woo! It's good to have your pocket full, yeah. it's good to have your bank account full. Yeah. And, and, like Miss Belinda said, Pastor Belinda said, to be able to give it away. Yeah. Because God's not trying to get something from you when he asks you to give. He's trying to get something bigger to you. Oh, come on. Y'all can do better than that. I said when God asks you to give something, he's not trying to take something from you. He's trying to get something bigger to you. To be made whole. We're talking about miracles there. You know, if my hand looked like that and I needed a miracle, I need to be made whole. And I believe we're going to see that. Amen. I believe we're going to see the demonstrations of God through us, Amen. through us, through us, through the believers. And, and because you can't argue with a miracle, Hallelujah. I don't care what people think—if they're atheists or agnostic or they, they're from another religion—you can't argue with a miracle. Amen. So it's God's will for the world to be saved. Healings and miracles is a part of that. Uh, being saved, then it's God's will for the world to be healed and receive miracles, and it's God's will for us to be healed and receive miracles. Amen. So uh, let's look at a familiar passage as well, in John three sixteen. Uh, no, excuse me, Acts ten thirty eight we're going to see the Godhead, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost, working together to perform His perfect will in, in the lives of people. It says in Acts 10, 38, who, who, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power. That's the word dunamis. Dunamis. It's the same word in Acts 1, 8, when we got dunamis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amen. He, he, the Holy Ghost and power who went about doing good, healing all, all, how many is all? All All is all, isn't it? It's not 99.9%, it's 100%, isn't it? All that was oppressed of the devil for God was with him. You know, I already quoted John ten ten. These two verses are, are brothers verses. It show if you just take these two verses, it clearly shows that God's a good God and He wants to heal all sickness and disease because the dumb, do stupid devil put stuff on us. Amen. Your anointing almost came on me there, so I I I had to watch my tongue. (laughs) So, (laughs) if if healing was not God's will, then why would God anoint Jesus to heal people? Notice that how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, not just the Holy Ghost. He didn't just have goosebumps. He had something to back up what he said, amen? Amen. And he went about doing good, and it tells us right here what the good is is doing, healing all that was oppressed of the devil. The devil's a dumb devil, he's a bad devil, and he puts sickness and disease on people, but we don't have to take it, because Jesus already took it. Jesus already bore this stuff. So, uh, let's, we're going to look at a few things here. Jesus is the will of God. You know, Peter asked him, he says, uh, show us the Father. And he says, Peter, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. How and Jesus was all the time saying, I only came to do the will of him that sent me. It, it, it's, uh, uh, I came to do the will of him that sent me. I only say what I hear my Father say. I only do what I see my Father do. It's the Father in me. He does the works. He was always pointing people vertical. And we should too. You know, because when God uses you, don't, you can't take the glory for it. Like Brother Hagin used to t- tell us, we can't, we can't, hell a that's wing. But Him through us can. Amen. And so, Jesus heals all kinds of sicknesses and all kinds of diseases. Matthew 4, 23. Jesus went about Galilee, teaching in the synagogues, preaching the gospel of kingdom, and healing all kinds of sicknesses and all kinds of diseases. All kinds. All kinds. But notice what he prefaced the healing and miracles with. Teaching and preaching. Teaching and preaching. That's why it's good to be in a church like this and to have good pastors like this. I got a few amens. I said, that's, it's good to be in a good church like this with pastors that, that, are, that are adamant about preaching and teaching the Word of God and not Reader's Digest. Reader's Digest doesn't do any good but confuse people, amen? Here's another one, Matthew nine thirty-five. Jesus in the flesh healing every sickness and every disease. Jesus went about all the cities and villages teaching in the synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness, every. How many is every? Every. See we're already covered all means all and every means every. It means a hundred percent. Every sickness and every disease. So if the doctors tell you you got something, God has already got it. Jesus has already bore it. And if Jesus bore it, there's no need for us to bear it. So God gave Jesus power to heal all. Jesus gave his disciples power to heal all. Well, where'd you find that, Brother Hilario? I'm glad you asked. Matthew chapter 10, verse one. And when he had called his 12 disciples to him, he gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out and heal most, heal all kinds of sicknesses and all kinds of diseases. Amen. Yes. I want to read this to you out of Passion Translation. Jesus gathered his twelve disciples and imparted to them authority to cast out demons and to heal every sickness and every disease. We have the power to do that. Now, something interesting here, these guys didn't even have what we have right now. This was before his death, burial, and resurrection. How did they do that, Brother Larry? I'm glad you asked. They did it under delegated authority. But now we do it under delegated authority uh, as sons of Almighty God, not as men under the old covenant obeying the Word of God. Let's look at Peter and John. We're gonna see some examples. They put the Word of God into operation. Acts chapter three, we'll begin reading in verse two. Acts chapter three, you know the story, this is the story where the lame man was totally delivered. Acts chapter three, verse two, and a certain lame man from his mother's womb, notice that, in other words, he had never, this guy had never stood up before. He was dependent on people taking him to the temple and leaving him there on his mat that was his only means of support and so he was carried in late daily at the gate of the temple which is called beautiful and ask of all those that entered the temple now let's go to verse 6 here comes Peter and John See so he's he's looking on them, he's asking, he, he's wanting something natural from him. And notice what Peter replied. He said, Peter said, gold and, silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you in the name of Jesus Christ. And that is rise up and walk. And he took him by his hand, his right hand, and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. Immediately, immediately. Not like some of these so-called Christian music um, uh, rendition show. You, you know, in the Book of Acts, this guy gets up. You know, they have to help him under his arms. No, this guy gets up immediately and begins to jump, leap, and praise God, showing everybody that God is God. And you know what? The same God that was there that day is right here tonight. Come on now, I see that same God that was right there today at the gate, beautiful, is here tonight. And we're going to see the same things that happened then, here tonight. And he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered the temple with him, walking, leaping, and praising God. At least the man had sense enough to know to give, who to give glory to. And this is something interesting. You go to Acts chapter 4, and they're trying to shut Peter and John down. Because it says in Acts 4, 16, it was a notable miracle. The religious people acknowledged it was a notable miracle that cannot be denied. Whoa! I mean, when the unbelieving doctors, thank God for Holy Ghost doctors, but when the unbelieving doctors and psychiatrists and, and all that, uh, that group, the unbelievers, some of them are, some of them are good, but when they start acknowledging God doing something, we know we're on the right path. So we saw that it was God's will for healings and miracles. Because see, this was not just a healing. that You know, is, have I got any doctors in here? What, uh, you know, so this guy, he was uh, uh, from his mother's womb so it, even naturally speaking it would not be possible for him to even stand if he was uh, restored like that would it? I mean didn't it have to be a process with his muscles and stuff? Me? Yes sir. Sorry, I was scratching, man. Sorry. Oh I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought he said he was a doctor but anyway I'll take them, no, I'll <laughs> it's not possible for a man to jump up his 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 muscles would be atrophied, right, yeah. feed fed or whatever. You know what I mean. Yeah. Yes. Amen. This is a miracle. It's not just a healing. It's a miracle that took place here, and it took place through people just like you and me. Come on now, I said it took place through people just like you and me. Yes. Number two, how do we receive? healings and miracles. Now, I'm going to skip over this real quick because I know you guys know that, and I know you knew this too. But uh, Mary in, in uh, Luke 1, angel appears to her and says, you're going to bear the, uh, the, the, the Savior of the world. And she says, well, how is this going to be? She didn't doubt it, she just wanted to know how it's gonna happen. He said, the power of the Holy Ghost will come on you and you will conceive a son. Well, how did she receive it? Well, I'm glad you asked. Verse 38, Mary said, behold, the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. Man, when you find something in God's word, you say, God, let it be to me according to your word. You said it, it's mine. I said, you said it, it's mine. I take it right now. I'm gonna latch hold of it just like a bulldog to a bone. You're not gonna take that away from me. Jesus paid for it and it's mine and I'm gonna take it. I have it. I have it. Not going to. Going to is hope. That's that's future. I got it now. I got it now. So here's another key. Let's look uh, Let's look at um, the woman with the issue of blood 12 years. Mark 5, 27. Then she heard about Jesus. She came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment, and she said, If only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. That's the Greek word soto. See, I said it was a package. It's a package. I said, Salvation. Uh, being saved is a package. It's not just one part. There's there's five or six facets of that. So here, here's four things that she did. She heard. Now we don't know exactly what she heard but what she heard gave her the faith to push through that crowd even when it was under the law she could have been stoned for being in the crowd in that position. She might have thought, well, you know, I'm going to die anyway. I might as well get it. I mean, the doctors even told her, there's no hope for you. When the doctors tell you there's no hope for you, yes, there is faith in God. So she heard and then she came. So your faith has to have feet. Come on now, I said your faith has to have feet. If you get in the prayer line tonight, you come up here saying, I'm getting it tonight. It's mine. When they lay their hands on me, the power of God's gonna come on me and whatever it is that's holding me back, I'm getting free. It's mine, bless God, it's mine. Number three, she touched the hem of his garment. She had to push through that crowd to get to him. And then she said, and in the Greek it says, she said over and over, if I can touch the hem of his garment, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I'll be made whole. I'll be healed. I'll be made whole. I'll be sozoed. And then verse 29 said, immediately. I like the immediately. You know, I like the processes, but I like the immediately. Immediately, the fountain of her blood dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that affliction. And notice what Jesus said. This is why it all happened. Verse 34 Jesus was talking to her, and he said, Daughter, my faith made you whole. Huh? Well, really, it was his faith because she heard about him. You know, Second Corinthians 4, 13 says, we have in the same spirit of faith. Yes. You know, we don't have a lesser faith than Jesus had. Right. Come on. When you're receiving something from God, we don't have a lesser faith. We have the same spirit of faith. When we're ministering others, we don't have a lesser spirit of faith. We got the same spirit of faith. If you say that, And believe that and act like it's true. And then she said, Jesus said, your faith has made you well, sozo. Go in peace and be healed of your afflictions. So we saw that it was the will of God for healings and miracles. We saw how to receive that. Now this is my favorite part, how to minister it. Come on now, how to minister the Word of God, the power of God, the healing the power of God. You know, I'm going take a little side journey here. John, uh, excuse me, Ephesians 4 8, it says, He ascended on high and He gave gifts unto men. And you drop down to verse 11, it says, He gave some to be apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers, for what? Somebody tell me. For the perfecting of the saints. Some translations say for the maturing of the saints. Some translations say uh, for the educating of the saints. Some translations say, uh, I can't remember, but anyway, it's to perfect, to mature, to educate the saints. To do what? To, to fill the chairs? Huh? No. For the edifying of the body of Christ. Or we could say that adding to of the body of Christ. As ministry gifts, it's our responsibility to fill this pulpit. These empty chairs, it's your responsibility to fill these empty chairs. I'm going to have a prayer line for, uh, for everybody that I just stepped on your toes. Well, I just don't know. Our pastor, we just, our church is just not growing. Now, I know that's not true for this one, but some people say, you know, our church is just not growing. Well, have you ever gotten anybody saved? Have you ever gotten anybody healed? Come on now. You know, never mind. I won't go there. I'll be nice. So, Let's go back and take a look again at Acts chapter 3. We're going to see some key factors here. Acts chapter 3, and verse. we'll start in verse 6. You know, but the same way that the disciples delivered the power of God, we can deliver the power of God. Yes, sir. I got one amen. I said the same way Peter delivered the power of God, we can deliver the power of God. God supplies the power, God supplies the healings and the miracles, we deliver it to God. Has anyone ever been a delivery person for a pizza company? Got one back there. Did you make the pizzas? Maybe every once in a while in in strange occasions, you might go and work back and, and make, help make pizzas. Maybe you even make take orders or maybe you make change. But usually the delivery person only delivers. Is that correct? But you didn't make the pizza, did you? You were just on an assignment to deliver that pizza. It's the same with God. See, God made the pizza. Come on now. I said God made the pizza. We deliver it. Somebody says, calls the prayer line or sends in a prayer request, and here we go with a package. We got the pizza, we got the goods, and we're going to take it and we're going to deliver it to the person that asked for it, the person that needs it. Woo! Glory to God. Now, there's three keys in this passage if you found Acts 3 yet. So I had to give you some time to go back there. Then Peter said, silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have, I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand, lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. Wow. So, number one, Peter said, What I do have, I give you. See, I know I got something. Now, I'm not patting myself on the back. The Word of God says I got it. And if God says I got it, if the Word says I got it, then I got it. Come on now. And you know what? When I got something, I'm going to use it. Hello. I said when I got something, I'm going to use it. Because if I don't use it, God might not give me something else to do. Hello? I said, if I don't use it, God may not give me something else to do. And I, you know, I, 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 I don't ever plan on retiring. I'm fixing to pass out of my 60s and into my glorious 70s and I don't ever plan on retiring. I'm gonna kick the devil's teeth out as long as I'm on this earth. I'm going to teach people how to deliver the power of God as long as I'm here. That's one of my assignments. And you got it. My brothers and sisters, you got it. I said, you got it. I said, you got it. Even scratching your chest, you got it. The, The pizza man back here, you got it. It doesn't matter how young you are. We, uh, uh, one of our interpreters, he's, he, he was one of our associate pastors. His son was three years old and his grandmother would go to him and every time Timmy prayed for his grandmother, he's three years old, she would get healed. Come on now, there's no excuse for any of us. Hello? I said, there's no excuse for any of us. See, we're talking about filling this church up and going to multi-services. And it doesn't necessarily have to be the pastor at every service. You know, that's why you're here, to be educated, mature, trained to do the work of the ministry, whether it's here or out there. And most of it's gonna be out there. You know, your mission field starts when you walk out those doors. I'm getting a few amens, but anyway, like I said, I'll pray for toes when we're finished. So he said, number one, what I have, I give you. You got to know you got something. I said, you got to know you got something. Number two, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Rise and walk. See, it's in the name. There's power in the name. And we have access to that name. I said, we have access to that name. I said, we have access to that name. Glory be to God. The name is above every name. Above every sickness. Above every disease. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And Verse 16. You started praying this today. His name, through faith in his name, has made this man well. See, it's faith in the name. See, the same way we educated our faith to receive healing for ourselves, the same way that we educated ourselves to receive finances for ourselves, or any of the other provisions of God, we can educate ourselves to operate in this kind of faith that Jesus Christ, the early church, the disciples had. You know, God has, has uh, allowed us to selfishly learn how to operate in faith. Now let's grow up folks, let's grow up and turn that kind of faith out to the world and that's when these chairs will start being filled up. Supernatural evangelism. Come on now, supernatural evangelism. There was a man, maybe y'all heard me tell the story, I used to sell drugs with him. But when I was off being wild and crazy, he got saved, filled with the Holy Ghost, started learning the word of God. He delivered the word of God to me. And I simply prayed, Lord, I want everything I saw in his word. I got healed, delivered, filled with the Holy Spirit, set totally free, and and, and received the call of God on my life. And like I said, that happened July 6th, 1983. But to this day, As far as I know, he's never filled a pulpit, but he sure filled my pulpit. Glory to God. He loved God enough, and he loved me enough to share the power of the word. See, there's power in the word. We don't have to depend on God. God will confirm his word, but we've got to speak it. Hello. It's faith in the name. Develop your faith that God has given you by hearing the word of God. Develop your faith in that name and begin to give it out. Begin to minister it. Begin to see people get healed. To begin to to see deaf ears open, blind eyes open. This is not far-fetched, brothers and sisters. This is the Bible. This is the truth of the gospel. It's not just for us so-called preachers. Because all of you are preachers. Amen. Yes. Second Corinthians five seventeen, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature, but all things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Verse 18. We've all been given the ministry of reconciliation. Yes. A power evangelism. Yes. See, we can prove stuff. Yes. I say we can prove it. Yes. Deliver the word and just do what Jesus told us to do. And I'll show you in a few minutes what that can be faith in his name. His name, through faith in his name has made this man whole. That's found in verse 16 of Acts 3. Yes, the faith which comes through him, it's the faith that we have. I said it's the faith that came through him. And we have it. We have it in the same spirit of faith according to what's written. Since says according to what's written, not according to what we think is written. Hello, really are not according to what some misinformed person that you might hear on the radio accidentally had said. Because none of these things passed away. Amen. Amen. And I'll be nice. <laughs> has, uh, has given him this perfect soundness in the presence of us all. So number one, Know that you got something. Number two, develop your faith in the name of Jesus Christ and speak to people. Tell them what God tells you to say. You know, this thing is not a cookie cutter thing. We all have the spirit of God. The spirit of him that raised Christ from the dead, where is he? In us. And he comes upon us. Yeah, see, it's a double whammy. Yeah, good. We got the anointing inside, and then he comes on us on the outside if we'll make steps of faith and start doing what God tells us to do. But faith has to have feet, That's right. our faith has to have hands, Amen. our faith has to have a voice. Yes. His name, through faith in his name, has made this man strong. I want to read that the, the part in the passage to Faith in Jesus' name has healed this man. Whew. See, the fa- same faith that we use to receive what God has provided for us is the same faith that we should use on behalf of others. So we can do what the disciples did. We can do what Peter did. We should do what the disciples did. We should do What Peter did. Really, we should do what Jesus told us to do. Hello? We should do what Jesus told us to do. See, you'll never do this as long as you have stinking thinking. I was an old sinner an old drug dealer, an old drug addict. I was, I said I was. Well, actually, that's not true, that man is dead. See, I brainwashed myself with the Word of God, washing of the water of the Word. It takes a little time. But you know, if you would spend as much time in the Word of God as you do on Twitter, uh uh-oh, on Facebook, uh uh-oh, or on some of these other things out there, Whatever they are. You know, there was a guy that bought Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. He's going to call it You Twit Face. (laughs) Let's go to Mark 16. We're still talking about doing what Jesus told us to do, we're still talking about using our faith. Mark 16, verse 15. And he said to them, go into all the world. Not just the Christians. Come on now, all the world. And not just the nice sinners, the dirty, dirty sinners too. The stinky sinners too. Cause a lot of us used to be dirty, stinky sinners. We're not no more with the righteousness of God, but anyway, He said, go to uh, in all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. See, the church has got it wrong for many, many years. Come ye. Come ye. Come to church with us. No, you get them saved, healed, filled, delivered, and then bring them to church and let them go to the same process that you're going through. And if they won't come to church, coerce them. Whatever way it seems Right? Verse 17, and these shall follow those that are highly anointed of God. These shall follow those that are only called to the fivefold ministry, the apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher. Huh? Who, 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 who will the signs follow? You know, we ought to have a tail. Signs following us all the time. These signs will follow them, but believe in my name. See, here again, it's faith in the name. Yes. We see that again, it's faith in the name. These signs will follow them in my name. Yeah. They'll cast out demons, they'll speak with new tongues, they'll take up serpents, and if they're drinking any deadly thing, it will not hurt them. Here's a good one they will lay hands on the sick, and they just don't ever know what's going to happen. See, if you got that mentality, you're wasting your time by laying hands on people anyway. See, just like Peter said, I got something. If you'll just let me lay my hands on you, God will heal you. It takes a little bit of boldness to say that. But if you knew, know who you are in Him, you can say that kind of stuff. See, so you're just renewing your mind not removing your mind. (laughs) They'll lay hands on the sick and they will recover. They will. Absolutely. They will. Now sometimes recovery can be instant. Sometimes it can be a process. Like I said, I like immediate. I like instant stuff. But I'll take the process as well. Let me read that to you in the Passion Translation. They will lay hands on the sick and heal them. The message, they will lay hands on the sick and make them well. The Amplified, they will lay hands on the sick and they will get well. Verse 20, and they went out, notice this, they obeyed what Jesus told them to do. They went out and they preached everywhere and the Lord worked with them, confirming the word through accompanying signs. And the Lord will work through you. Come on now, the Lord will work through you with accompanying signs if you do what they did. See, if we do what the that people did in the Bible, we get Bible results. Let me read this to you out of Matthew 28 in the Passion Translation, 28, 18. And then Jesus came close to them and said, all authority in the universe is given to me. Go in my authority. See, we're not going in our own authority and our own power. We're going commissioned by him. We're going anointed by him. We have a pizza from him to give to those that need to eat or need to receive the miracle or healing. Go in my authority and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. I don't know if I've told this story here, but it bears repeating. We got to Prague in 1992, and we got to know our landlords, their Czech, and her name is Mirka. Her, his name is Yarda, and Yarda came home one day, and he's distraught, and Yarda just happened to be an atheist. And I said, Yarda, what's wrong? He said, Mirica is in the hospital and the doctors told her that she has cancer and she has six months to live. I said, would you mind if Angela and I go to the hospital and pray for Mirica? Guess what the atheist said? Yes. He gave us permission to go to the hospital to minister to his wife. So we took our Czech Bible to the hospital. We got there and she, she came out of the ward. She's in there with about 15 other people. Socialized medicine. And that's all I'm going to say about that. But anyway, she came out in the hallway and we gave her the Czech Bible. And we said, would you please read Mark 16, 15 to the end of the chapter? What we just got through reading. And when she read that, she says, I don't believe and guess what? You know, thank God for the Holy Ghost will say stuff through you that you didn't even think you that you didn't even know you knew. We said you don't have to believe. Man, a light went on on the inside. You don't have to believe. I said the Bible says that you're sick and you qualify. The Bible says we're believers. Well, we're believers. We qualify. All we need is your permission. If you'll allow us, we'll lay hands on you and that cancer will be driven out of your body. Glory be to God, she's still alive today. But see, that was revelation to me because my stinking thinking thought that if the sick believers will have hands laid on them by believers, the sick believers will be healed. But it just said the sick, she qualified, she was sick. Cancer is a bad sickness. And most of the time, people just fall apart when the doctors tell them, you got it. But Jesus has already defeated it. He took all forms of cancer. So we just obeyed the word of God and God healed the woman. and we give him all the glory. John 14:12. I'm I'm getting close. I'm getting close to closing. Notice I said close to closing. John 14:12. One of my favorite verses. Most assuredly I say to you, he who believes in me, let me ask by the show of hands, do you qualify? Now, if if you can't raise your hand at that, we'll give you an opportunity to become a believer tonight. But anyway, he said, these signs will follow them that believe. I say to you, he who believes in me, the works I do, you'll do also. Jesus said that. Jesus said, if you believe the works I do, you'll do also. I said, Jesus said, somebody ought to be jumping up and running around the room on that one. He said, if you believe these signs will follow you, these signs, the things I do, you can do also. And greater works than these shall you do because I go to the Father. Let me read that to you out of Passion Translation. I tell you the timeless truth. The person who follows me in faith, believing in me, will do the same mighty miracles that I do, even greater miracles than these because I go the Father. So we've seen very clearly it's God's will for healings and miracles. We've seen very clearly how to receive healings and miracles from God. And I know you know these things. I mean, I'm just reminding you of stuff that you already know from a different voice and a different whatever. And then we've seen how to deliver the healings and miracles. Just become a pizza person. A pizza delivery person.